there is an actual beauty queen on the show today, and I don't say that lightly, and I don't mean it figuratively. Miss Virginia America 2020 Tiffany Rogers joins us today to showcase and share all of the journey that she has been on over the last few years and how she's continuing to serve even with the crown and even thereafter. If you don't know already, Miss America is going to be live on the screens March 27th from Vegas. And we want to cheer our girl on. After you hear this show, you're going to have no doubt that she's going to have a sweet spot in your soul as she does for me. She's such a gem, so noble, a mother of four, and just such a heart for God, which ultimately we want wearing the crown, right? Such a representation of his crown. And so I hope you enjoy today. Get in touch with Tiffany Rogers. Check out her foundation, Hope for Healing, and all of the different areas that she serves. And if you need a life coach, I'm telling you, she lives life well. And I'm so grateful to be in community with her. So thanks again, Tiffany, for being here. And you guys, go root for her in Miss America. She needs all the prayers. Let's send them her way so she can be crowned again in such a way that honors the Lord ultimately, but stewards the name and the title well. So thanks, Tiffany. You guys enjoy. This is your God wink, the moment that heaven says for such a time as this. It's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love Whole Foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering if you're wondering, what is this? Well, This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. All right. Welcome, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you and all the beauty queens that are listening. You guys are getting a firsthand experience with the one and only Tiffany Rogers, who is also Miss Virginia, Miss America, Virginia, Miss Virginia, America. How do I say it? Mrs. Virginia America. 
Yes. There she is in all her glory. We're so excited to have you here. Not only is she a fellow friend, she's a sister in Christ. She is a fellow beauty queen. And I am just so grateful to kind of hear about her story as a mama journeying into this Mrs. Virginia role, but so much more than that, because she has just a heart of gold. And I am excited to hear about the, the community work that you do, the outpouring of servant leadership that you example to so many women. And we're just grateful to have you here. So thanks for being here, Tiffany. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. So So tell us a bit about like, I can kind of do your rap sheet, right? But I want to know like the heart of Tiffany, how you got into what you're doing today and how we can kind of get into the backstory of who you are. Okay. Well, it's actually been an amazing journey that I started back in 2018. Actually, Um, my daughter, Noelle, actually inspired me to do my first pageant ever. I had never ever done a pageant. I always wanted to. It was always a dream of mine, but I just was like, no, not today. You know how we start putting off things, you know? And so one day she came home off the bus and she was just like defeated. Like she was like crying and just having this very vulnerable, vulnerable moment. And, um, she struggles with reading because of her dyslexia. So we always talk about like our God gives us strengths and God gives us weaknesses. And we need to kind of amplify our strengths and know that our weaknesses are okay, you know, and he gives us the the grace to, you know, get by day to day. So I was just holding her little face in my hands. And I just said to her, like, we believe in you so much, but none of this matters if you don't believe in yourself. And I said, I need to know that you know, well, believe in yourself. And she's like, mom, I totally believe in myself, but do you like, she kind of like flipped it on me. Holy moly. We got a little psychologist on our hands. <laughs> yes. And I was like, well, yeah, why would you say that? And she was like, mom, you just do everything for everyone else all the time. But I believe you can do anything you want to do. So if there's something in you that you want to do, I think you should do it. It was kind of like this aha moment. Holy cow. That's like a straight from the voice of God, right? Coming through your baby girl. Yes. And so I just, it kind of like shook me a little bit because I feel like I was, you know, being a good wife and a good mom of four and helping my husband run his business. But at the end of the day, I didn't really have anything that just signed my name Tiffany to, you know, like something that I just do for me um, and to help other people or whatever. So I went to bed that night praying, God, what is it that you want me to do that scares, that scares me? Like, what should I do to kind of set myself, like send myself into this like uncomfortable zone where we grow And I woke up the next morning and I just was like, I'm going to do a pageant. Like, I'm going to do the Mrs. Virginia pageant. And I just kind of thought it was crazy. (laughs) What am I doing? But I signed up that day and I just kind of never looked back. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it scared. Um, It's just ironic because I don't even really like to be the center of attention. Yeah. I love that so much. There's like so much goodness in so many parts of that story, both from like listening to our children and also understanding how they perceive us as women, as moms, as home, you know, like coordinators, the home CEOs, right? Right. Um, so incredible. One that you then took what she said and, and then activated it. What a, a noble thing for her to be able to witness one that she was like a component of that catapult, but also to say, wow, mommy really hears me like really 
truly hears me. And I think often when we're like in the midst of regularity and in the midst of a comfort zone, like you were saying, we don't often take that step back to analyze what we're doing on a day to day because we do put our kids, we do put our husbands, we do put, especially from a monetary perspective, both of our husbands are entrepreneurs. They actually work in the same kind of field. And so we know the importance of their role and therefore we put them in that space and that we kind of come second, not in a negative way, in an honoring way. Right. No. Um, So I just love that so much that she has that example. I'm curious. I'm sure she was like your biggest fan ever the entire time. She was. And then um, I actually ended up getting first runner up that year. And I was blown away because I, one, had never done a pageant. Two, um, I was up there with Eileen Vega, Mrs. Virginia 2018, who had done a couple Mrs. Virginia pageants. And then she had been in pageantry her whole life to be on that stage with her and holding her hand and kind of just like when they called our names, just kind of like, you know, I was talking to her like, I'm so glad we're on this journey together. And just kind of being a cheerleader for her, for her reign was really, really cool. Wow. So I don't actually know like anything that goes into the back end of what you guys do to go through this process. I know it's a long journey. It's not just like you sign up and now you're on stage. I'd love to hear like, what was that like? And as you were journeying through that and stepping out of your comfort zone, especially not being like the typical, probably extrovert that you're alongside with a lot of pageant girls or women, Mm -hmm. Talk us through, like, what was the psyche like? What was the mental health like and the spiritual journey as you were doing this? Well, I definitely did rely on God every single day because I feel like when we sign up to do something for the glory of the kingdom of God, the the enemy will try to put roadblocks in our ways. And that's just how it is. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, like, just... You know, like I said, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do this. But then the next day I was like, why did I do this? Like, why am I putting myself out there? And so just kind of like working on the space between my two ears, which we all need to work on that headspace. And, um, you know, always we just need to go forward and know that God will provide each and every day. And it doesn't matter the outcome um, of the, the exact pageant. It kind of is about the journey is which, yes. which is I kind of learned that you know, walking through it, I actually ended up signing up to do the pageant in 2019. And for some reason, I just kind of kind of felt this tug. It was like, Tiff, it's not your time, Mm -hmm. you know, and Carl, my husband was, of course, my biggest cheerleader. And he's like, No, you still need to do it. You still need to do it. And I was like, I don't know, I just feel weird about this year. Like, I feel like it's just not my year for some reason. And he was still encouraging me. And then I think it was like a week later, he called me on the phone and he said, um, I signed up for this life coaching school in Austin and he said with the tuition money, but I can bring a guest with me to also get certified. And he said, do you want to come? And I was like, absolutely. I would love to go with you. And I said, when is it? And it was the exact same day of the 2019 pageant. Wow. So I at that point knew God was calling me into life coaching to prepare me for my reign as Mrs. Virginia in 2020. How amazing is that? That's so cool. So you go, you get this life coaching certification, and then you still felt prompted. You were like, this is something I really want to do. So you went Mm -hmm. forward. And then in the midst of COVID, you became this. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you still get to activate? So you just didn't have people in the crowd, but you still had to do all the fiduciary duties, right? Right. So... 
for the 2020 pageant, we still we were allowed to have a smaller audience um, at that point. Um, but we so I kind of feel like God was just preparing me for this year because it's not about the glitz and the glamour. It's never been about that for me. It's about sharing my heart, helping other women, helping other people. Um, and I would, I'm still able to promote my platform, Hope for Healing. Um, Hope for Healing was kind of a journey that has come about over like a, a couple years span. And um, my mom actually was walking through breast cancer when I kind of was praying on my I was on my knees praying in my room. It was like the day before I found out that she was positive for breast cancer. And I was just praying and praying about, you know, I just felt unsettled and God just please be with her, you know, no matter what her journey is. And I opened my eyes and I was praying and I saw this rainbow concentrated on my hand. And I just felt this peace come over me. And God was saying to me, She's going to be okay no matter what. But then the next morning, I went with her and found out that she had breast cancer. So hope for healing is kind of a community out for just people that are suffering. And I have done suffering been through suffering in my own life, postpartum anxiety and depression. Um, and I had uh, I was diagnosed with a chronic disease that actually able to overcome through my faith. And um, so hope for healing was kind of just. If you look at my emblem, it's the prayer hands and the four awareness ribbons that kind of have personally affected my life. And so I feel like through my reign in 2020, um, you know, COVID is crazy right now. People are on edge. People need help. Um, I've partnered with Runaway to Life, which is um, it's, it's based out of Richmond. It's a nonprofit. And they work with people to bring awareness to mental health and suicide prevention. So I'm able to, um, you know, through an online support group, I form, helped formulate that for them. And now I post in the um, postpartum anxiety, overcoming postpartum anxiety and depression group for them. So mm-hmm. I feel like this year has been a year of just God has been telling me, you have to create it. And it's mm-hmm. not glamorous. But remember, Jesus was born in a manger. And that was one of the most important events that has ever happened. And it wasn't glamorous. But I feel like sometimes in the trenches where it's not pretty, that's where the the most important work is done. Yeah, that's so such a good word for so many reasons. And I'm thinking of you and like the difference that it w- probably would have been to to be in this quote unquote rain when public events were still happening and all of this would have been going on that didn't necessarily happen. And yet you still were pursuing actually the true mission that you had not only in the first time signing up, that there was more of this kingdom impact, this outreach program, these healing opportunities that you wanted to be a part of rather than just showing up and showcasing a crown, right? Like it really gives God the glory. So it's almost like he paved the way for you to have this experience in this specific season versus 2019 versus 2018. And yet, like you said at the very beginning, it's all about this process. And so I love that you leaned into that and are still like activated in that space. You guys, I hope you hear like the value of really understanding your testimony and knowing that God uses every single piece for good. And every trial point is an opportunity for you to then transition into the truth for other people to have that healing as well. So Tiffany, that's so, that's so honorable. It's like, so you're always been this like, 
calm, like sweet natured, like woman that I've just admired, especially as a mother. And we have kiddos the same age. So there's that as well. But I feel like this is life coaching. This experience of what you've gone through is truly like the next season, right? So like if you fast forward and you're like, what am I going to do after this? Do you see yourself still in the pageantry setting or transitioning more into your nonprofit work? So I actually have been thinking about that a little bit. My reign as Mrs. Virginia will be over in May. Um, And I don't know the answer to that 100%. I always thought that this was a bucket list thing for me, that I was going to one patent and you know accomplish that goal and help other people during my reign and then be done with the pageant side of it so I believe it might be my last pageant the Mrs. America pageant that's coming up um who knows because whatever I'm open to whatever God called me to do you know I can't really say either way but in my mind I'm like oh yeah I've checked that box you know I'm so happy to be Mrs. Virginia 2020 and I will still continue um, Hope for Healing's work after. Just like I was I, I was doing Hope for Healing's work before I reign. Right. I just wasn't really sharing it on social media with pageants. You always share and you kind of like want to help motivate people to kind of find their own niche and kind of reach out and help others in their right. own ways. So but let's yeah. like, let's go, let's take it like way back, right? Like, so this all is like 2018 perspective. I want to know the mm-hmm. Tiffany that like pre-kids, pre-Carl, like what were you like growing up and like, where did you see yourself going and leading? Like what direction of, of life and wholeness? Cause h- how long were you in your faith? Like give us the backstory. So I was raised in the faith. My parents were both Catholic. I was always raised in the church. Um, but when I, I mean, I've just always known Jesus as my savior. Um, but I feel like sometimes like, you know, we have questions in our mind and things like that. So I went through a period of like questioning my faith and things like that. And then God kind of has drawn me back. But I have just seen God work in so many different ways in my life that 110% I know that he's real and working and alive. So I have no questions anymore, but I feel like for those who might be out there and they're struggling with their faith because of hard times or, you know, certain things in the world, just please know that he's still there. Even in the hard times, that's just when we are growing the most and he always brings darkness into light and he will turn your hardships and your struggles into something good eventually. So I just want people to know. I love that so much. And so it's so necessary for people to have that. And like you said, the parallel of timing on what it is right now where people are feeling that isolation and that distance when um, because you don't practice Catholicism now. Correct. You guys no, are in a I'm, more non-denominational I'm church. Yes, we go to Trinity. Princess Trinity, Anne. that's right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So tell me about like that transition. Was it after you were in that kind of questioning state that you, did you go to different types of churches? How did you go about that process? Because I think a lot of people feel like because of what they were rooted in and the learning of faith or religion when they were younger, it's the only thing, right? There's the only one lens. So how did you end up discovering different lenses of your faith? Okay. Well, I always, I have great respect for the Catholic church and I was actually still going to the Catholic church when I was pregnant with my last son. So he's only four years old. So it was about four years ago. And I would wake up every single morning 
can go to church, the Catholic church early in the morning. I like that they have, you know, hours that are different from other churches and you can always go. They're open every day. Uh, but what happened was me and my husband were having a conversation and I said, babe, I just want us to be on the same page with our faith because he was great. He was um, high Catholic. And then um, he grew up in like a non-denominational, well, Lutheran and then non-denominational yeah. church. So we were kind of just trying to figure out like, what do we want to be as far as where do we want to be our family? And he just kind of said to me, I don't know if I want to go through the whole process of becoming Catholic because I feel like I really want to go to a church where the um, pastor can be married and they understand like, just because they live that family unit, like mm, you know, the things that we go to go through as married people. And, you know, when our kids are having issues or, you know, like just when life happens, um, yeah. he really wanted to be involved in a church that was, um, you know, had Jesus at the center, but also had that aspect of, you know, if we ever needed to go to the pastor, like they would truly like maybe understand exactly what we were experiencing. That's really heart. good. Yeah, I hadn't so, thought about it like that. It's interesting. I love that. Yeah, so my daughter, Noelle, is friends with her little friend, Lucy, wanted to have a sleepover. And um, Pastor Art is the pastor of Red Trinity, and that's Lucy's dad. And basically, um, I said, you know, we'd love to have Lucy over for a sleepover. And Lucy's mom said, well, we have church tomorrow, so um, – I don't know if it's going to happen. And I was like, well, we'll just bring her to your church and we'll check it out. And that's where we've just been because we felt oh, so it kind awesome. of was Lucy kind of leading us to, <laughs> to Trinity. And we just that's awesome. Do, now that's like a big difference, right? Like there's like a, there, a pretty big difference in like the process and even just the time frame that you're sitting in church and how did your spirit, like, how did you feel was it an immediately like, wow, this is like such a difference. This is home. It's so interesting that we're having this conversation because I just had this whole conversation with my mom on Sunday morning, yesterday morning, about um, her going and experiencing a funeral in the Catholic faith. I think the same church that you might have been going to and just her lens and her perspective of this ceremony versus what she was used to growing up. So I think it's right. it's a valid conversation that doesn't happen very often, especially in public. And so thank you right. for being vulnerable and oh, also still honoring because I know that that's important to you, especially for your parents. Right. And and I like I said, I still love the traditions of the Catholic Church. Um, the difference between the church, you know, the Catholic Church and Trinity really is like the music aspect. I'm so moved by music. Yeah. And I half the time I just sit there and just cry. Like I yeah. sing and I cry and I cry and I don't know what it is, but I mean, if I hear kids singing, I'm crying and it, it's just the music really moves me at this church. And I just love the pastor, Pastor Randy, Pastor Art. Um, they've been really amazing. But again, St. John's has been good too. It's just it's just I wanted us to experience church as a family and for everyone to be on the same page. So that's yeah. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing. I, it's so funny because we can get into these conversations. And I was telling Tiffany right before we get on the show that like, I don't prep people. I'm just like, hey, come on, let's just enjoy a conversation together. It's in the afternoon and I can't drink coffee in the afternoon, but I always say it's like a coffee conversation. Yes. And so it's, it's one of those times where you don't know where the conversation is going to lead. But the fact that there was like 
that moment that happened yesterday and then my church experience yesterday and then this conversation today it's like it's so purpose it's so ordained so you actually said that there's been a lot of that has happened just in the last couple months where you're just like adamant you're like i see god so predominantly you want to like give us a bit of a peek into what those experiences have been like yeah i mean some of them are really personal but just i mean even in like i'm sure you've seen it with your husband's business how Sometimes when one door closes, God will just fling open other doors. And sometimes we're mourning the door that closed and we're like, what's going on here? Um, So, you know, in business for my husband, just um, in my life coaching business, um, people reaching out more and just wanting help. I think COVID maybe maybe had a lot to do with that as well. Um, But also um, through the Runway to Life, which I was telling you about, I'm actually seeing Runway to Life it's a nonprofit, but it actually, if you look closely, it's a ministry. Mm. There are so many people being, um, you know, delivered from depression and anxiety and, and thoughts of suicide and coming to the Lord and really finding peace in the Lord through runway to life. So um, just being involved in that and kind of hearing the stories going on behind the scenes has been absolutely, I mean, mind blowing. So um, just, I mean, so many ways my, you know, through my children's lives and they're at a new school this year because of COVID and um, we weren't sure how that was going to go. And we really needed our daughter to be at a school, like in person for the way she learns. And just seeing the blessings come out of that has been really cool. And I don't think that we would have ever thought about private school if COVID did not happen. So especially in middle school for girls, I have to say, like I was like on my knees praying about God, where do we put her in middle school? Like, what are we going to do? And I've just seen like her relationship with her friends blooming and girls uplifting other girls. And it's just been really, really amazing. So Uh, it was incredible and very Mm -hmm. different than my middle school experience. Actually, I'm assuming, you know, Sean Thompson, Dirk, because she knows you. And she's yes. like two great women. So Hi, she is, is she watching? She is. Oh, I and love her. She's amazing. I haven't got to connect with her as an adult, but she was my fourth grade most favorite ever teacher. And oh, when I jumped into middle school, which is what we were talking about in the perfect segue, I was I was really bullied. And I even though I still had like a good group of friends and I still pursued the things that I loved there was like this wrestling that was always happening. And I actually recently started working out uh, with one of the gals who was quote unquote, somebody who bullied me. And I remember seeing her at five in the morning walking in, you know, you're kind of already in a vulnerable state. Like you're like, just like barely brushed teeth coming into the gym. Like no one's paying attention to who I am. And I saw her and I was like, Oh, like my, my heart started to race. I remember like all the emotions that occurred when that happened. And then I thought to myself, what a circle of life that we're standing right next to each other in a same season, same age, doing the exact same thing, bettering our bodies, bettering our well-being, and still like similar statue differences, stature differences. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And so a couple of days later, it took me actually a little bit of time to actually be like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, remember me? Remember me? (laughs) And so it's just, I just believe that, you know, even in the middle school, even in that process of, of evolution, that there are so many safe harbors too, that we as moms have not only a responsibility, but an opportunity to stand alongside them. But it circles back so beautifully to the heart that you've instilled in Noel to be able to 
boldly walk into that process because transitioning schools is also a scary thing. Being yeah. in a virtual setting like so many parent, kids are and parents are experiencing, that's also overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So there's just been a lot within COVID that I really believe there are, are so many gifts within it, depending on that perspective. And if you're sitting in the midst of depression and anxiety, holy moly, I've seen so the negative effects that it's had. It's very hard. I mean, we've seen suicide rates, divorce rates, all of this mm -hmm. stuff transition. Right. Um, okay, okay. You know my feelings over commercials, but this is too good of timing to pass up the chance to tell you about this incredible opportunity that I have cultivated with you directly in mind. You, the passionate kingdom entrepreneur. Stop running the race on a treadmill to nowhere. Stop the analysis paralysis and the overwhelm and honestly, the isolation of business building. You know I am all for women supporting women and the concept of community, but this newly developed program takes that concept to an entirely new level. I am giving you an all access pass to my team of experts and strategists in order for you to develop your own business to the fullest extent. I've taken my business with these incredible people from an idea to five figure months in less than two years. And I want to provide you the keys to this freedom and centered joy. This is a coaching program with direct conversations with real people in real time. Ask the confusing hard questions that have you lingering in rabbit holes. Get the direct insight you need to design the dream into a fully operating abundant business. Y'all, listen to this A-team, okay? There is a branding and content strategist, a mindset and financial success coach, a biblical foundations teacher, a marketing funnels and ads expert, and of course, yours truly, your Christian business coach. If you are ready to truly invest in yourself, in your God dream, and the people that God is calling you to, this is the only place to start that gives you a full lens development strategy that you can lean into as a trusted, knowing source on a firm foundation. Y'all, I am uber passionate to see you flourish and illuminated within your purpose. You can enroll now by heading over to the one-on-one -on -one coaching tab at tamraandress.com. Remember, I have the simple version of Tamra, T-A-M-R-A. I don't know if you know that story, but it's from The Price is Right about a week before I was born. So thanks, mom. <laughs> anyway, book your call and simply email me coaching at tamraandress.com. Either way, I cannot wait to see you activated. And this is going to be an incredible opportunity and a beautiful season to see you design the God dream that God has planted in you since your mother's womb. It's going to be fun, y'all. I can't wait to connect. Let's get started. So as a life coach, when you're when you're having these conversations with people like what area, because there's so many different styles and genres of life coaching and business coaching, even what is like your heartbeat towards that? Is it really attacking those mindsets and things first or? Right. Yeah. So the limiting beliefs, you know, and all of that. But I think, too, um, I went to IPEC training. And so I don't know if you're familiar with IPEC, but I'm not. Uh, they, they have the philosophy that like every person knows exactly what they need in life. You might, you might just not know the questions to find the answers. So my job really as a life coach is to ask people the hard questions and they come out up with the answers on their own. And they have these like incredible aha moments. Wow. Like when I was being trained um, in Austin, I remember having a five minute, it only took five minutes coaching session with one of my peers. And, um, 
you know, even though I was honored to be first runner up, I still had questions of like, what I feel like as women, we do, what should I have done better? Or what could mm-hmm. I have done better? And I kind of mm-hmm. was like ruminating on this whole thought that I could have done something better in the mm-hmm. first pageant I was in, even though I gave it my all. And I, yeah. really, um, it was just, I feel like in pageantry, it's just whoever God ordains for that year. Any of those women on stage, like the year that I won, the year Eileen won, the year that Lisa won, could have done the job. It's just who who does God have in store for that year and to serve his purpose? You know, and we all serve our purpose that weekend during the pageant, no matter what. I believe that. Um, but the but anyway, so this five minute coaching session and I ended up realizing that the whole time I was ruminating on that one, what could I have done better instead of like hundreds of that I've done at my reign in Mrs. Virginia Beach where I was successful. And I actually remember you, Tamara. Um, I wrote a post or something kind of just like very like raw. And you were like, you have touched so many lives. And it was kind of the same thing that you had said to me. And I was like, wow. And I'll never forget the words that you said because it really helped me get through that time. Because I feel like when we, like, we're doing something that we're so passionate about and maybe we don't place as well as we want, um, we can kind of have that crash, you know, like mm-hmm. we're part of our help, but then we're like, eh, like what could I have done better? And you really helped me get through that, that day and that week. So oh, I love that so much. And it's so crazy because like the algorithm, right? Like you never know what's going to happen. I never know. It's not like I see every single post that you make. And I just, mm-hmm. I honestly think that God has so much more at hand in social media and and all this virtual experience than we could possibly ever know. I always say like Jesus is my algorithm because ultimately like he's the one that like puts the opportunities in front of us. He's the one who ordains the time for each of us individually. And it's all working together for his greater purpose, his greater plan. And I think even people who you said that like you had all these open doors and all these opportunities with new people coming in in need of life coaching, had you not like pursued what was inside of your gut and your heart of hearts at the time to say, I don't think this year is for me, you wouldn't have been at that school, which then wouldn't have led right. to the opportunities of people coming into community with you in this way. So it's just, it's it's really stewarding what the Holy Spirit is depositing into us. And so you mentioned earlier, like your prayer, you mentioned earlier music and worship. I'm curious, like in your intimacy with God, like what additional things do you do to safe harbor your faith and maybe even within your home and then your pursuit of being um, in a pageant? Well, right now, I just feel like my prayer life, like trying to just include God in my prayer life every single day or every single need. There's so many times in our lives where we're trying to solve problems on our own. And what we don't realize is that when we when we like bow down our heads and honor God and pray about it. He is out there fighting our battles for us. And half the time we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulder when really we need to be just giving it to God. So that's what I've been really doing. But um, my prayer, you know, for my reign and thereafter is just to be his hands and feet and for him to show me what he wants um, me to do with, with my life and just, honoring his purpose for me and how can I help other people through him? So that's basically, that's pretty much it. It's so beautiful, but it's, it's, that's a huge call. That's a huge like prayer even to be, you know, a vessel that, that he can just steward well and us just staying as close as we possibly can in that process of, of learning and him opening the doors and closing the other ones, just like you mentioned. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm curious when you're in the pageant world, because I feel 
a lot of times and I used to watch them a lot and I haven't as much since being an adult, but um, it feels like a it's very faith filled. And, and that's not like a that's not a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, something that you have to have to come in to be in the pageant world. And so no. but do you find like a lot of the women were in their faith? I do. I do. Um, I've seen so many women, um, you know, that have won the pageant that have been Christians or, you know, faith based in some way. And I just think it's really awesome that God is using people and he's using pageantry, you know, to help other people. So that's really what it's about. Yeah, it's really cool. It reminds me so much of obviously the story of Esther. And I'm sure you guys might have even studied that in that process, right? There's so many parallels to being the one who is chosen in that regard. But I love that you you showcased that that role, that feeling, that emotion, that doubt, even that you didn't do enough. And I think as women specifically. And I wonder, I need to like get, I want to, I have guys on the podcast all the time, but I need to ask them, like, do they ever not feel enough? Do they ever not feel worthy? And I'm sure they do, but mm-hmm. they don't showcase it in the same way. We have right. comparison. Um, then we have our own self-doubt that actually can be so crippling uh, towards what God has in store for us. It's like, he's got this beautiful package. He wants you to open it. And you're like, Oh, I just can't. There's just something keeping you back from like the fullness of who he is and the fullness of his promise. So as you step into like this next season, not really, really knowing after this happened, after May and you're passing the crown, right? Like what this next season looks like other than still, you know, following in line with the testimonies and the, and the pieces of your heart that you want to continue to showcase. How, what advice can you give in stepping out in fear? Because it's exactly what you did when you woke up that morning and were like, I'm doing this. Fear might be in the way, but I'm not going to let it stop me. Just do it scared and just know that every single day that you're you're trying and, you're, and you keep going, God is going to direct your path. He's going to go before you. He's going to open the right doors. He's going to close the right the, the right doors. And I'm I'm so thankful because looking back on my life, I can see the doors that God has closed. And I feel like it's always for protection. It wasn't for me. And that's my prayer for everyone is that God opens the correct doors for you and he slams the doors that aren't meant for you shut. You know, and sometimes that seems hard when it's something that you think that you really want. But sometimes the truth of the matter is it's not for you. That's so good. We got people on who are like, say that again, say that again. That's so good. Also, I think what you're talking about for men, um, I feel like men aren't as vulnerable because they see it as a sign of weakness where I feel like when we talk about the true, honest, hard in the mud stuff, I feel like that gives us freedom and it's empowering and it brings confidence. So my, I always just want to be real with people, a hundred percent real, you know? So uh, this morning I was on a call with a guy who actually said um, this past year of his life, he's just literally catapulted into this understanding of who God is. And in his faith, he was able to, through faith, he's done a bajillion uh, 12 step programs. He was able to release alcoholism that had blanketed his life for so long just by coming to know Jesus more intimately. He got married during that season. He moved across country. He got a new job. Like, in the blink of an eye, in the middle of COVID. And I just believe that like, it's a matter. And his response was that it was all through submission, but he said the words, authenticity uh, extends to authority. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Because it's just this freedom factor to be fully you and not let a bully, not, or not let anybody keep you back from 
one, his promises, but the identity that he sees in you. And that's like the most beautiful thing is because we can stand in the mirror and feel not enough. But if we stand within his beautiful adoration, just like us as moms who see our, our babies in all of their perfection, in no matter what, like we see and then we know that they're, they have their weaknesses just like we all do, but we just idolize them. We just honor them. We just, we can't get in of their sweetness. That's how he feels about us as his children. And yes. so I just want to say thank you for the authenticity because I've seen the evolution of that in you and you being more vocal and more transparent. And I know that it's just blessing so many people. Thank you. And I think it's too like getting in the word and just knowing what God has to say about us because the world can be harsh sometimes to be honest, you know, um, whenever you put yourself out there, you're going to have criticism. You're going to have people come against you, especially if you're doing kingdom work. You know, yes. that's just the nature of it. And just knowing like, well, I'm not perfect, but God says I'm this, this and that. And I'm amazing. And I have grace because he gives me grace and I can stay the course because he's, you know, directing my steps. So, yeah, yeah I I'm to- curious because you being in your faith and, and just being just, just, I say, I always think of the word noble when I think of you and it's like, when you were growing up and even walking into this season, did you feel like you had to change your circle of influence at all or that there have been people or relationship that you feel like you've had to shed in the process of like becoming and even being in your faith the way that you, you are? I mean, I feel like whenever we walk through life, there's always going to be friendships that are from for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And it's just, um, you know, praying about the wisdom to know, you know, the people that, you know, maybe aren't, aren't there for your next step. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. You can love them for, from afar, but sometimes that does have to happen um, where it's like, okay, well, I'm just not feeling like, or maybe it's like, grow. it could be even growing separate ways and that's yeah. okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, just, you know, praying for um, the wisdom to know like who's coming to your next lo- location and who's not. But yeah. then also, I, I would say that I don't have any enemies in my life. Like, even if there's been disagreements, um, I always wish them well. I pray for people uh, and um, I come from a place of love. And it doesn't mean that, you know, just because two people have a disagreement doesn't mean that you can't love from afar, you know, yeah. and wish yeah. them the best. It just doesn't mean sometimes it just means they're not coming with you to the next place. And that's OK. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I feel like people we meet are just, you know. It's just a part of our story. And I don't know. That's all. Yeah, it's so good. And it's like, you know, people will deposit certain things and you take that with you or you leave it be. But I think that that's a really beautiful way of showcasing like that season, a reason or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I I love that little nugget right there. I think it's really good and something to think about even for not just people, but things, right? And I say things, I don't mean like a tangible thing, but I mean, you know, opportunities. I mean, experiences. I mean, Mm -hmm. jobs. I mean, um, health situations that happen. Um, And knowing that even in those situations that feel like a crisis and inclusive of what happened with your mom, what's the Mm -hmm. finale of that story? How is she today? She's doing so well. She's cancer free now. Thank God. Um, she just is, you know, it's when, after you've been through a year long battle and she did chemo and all that. Um, so she did, you know, she lost her hair and her hair's starting to grow back. It's so pretty. Um, yeah. she'll learn her wig, you know, cause she likes the long hair, but, 
um, she's doing a lot better. It's just like getting her strength back and she's getting it back a little bit more every day. So we're really thankful that she's getting back to normal. So that's amazing. I love that so much. We have to end on a high note, y'all. This is so good. I am so grateful for you, Tiffany. I love your transparency. You. you guys, please connect with Tiffany. Where's like, where do you hang out the most on social media or anything like that mm -hmm. website? On Facebook, I'm Tiffany Rogers. And on Instagram, I'm Time with Tiffany. Nice. You guys is both tagged in the links here of the show. Please get in touch with her. Follow along with her journey. See what's next in her reign. But more so importantly, it's a lifetime, right? And so yes. you always have a crown in our eyes. We're so grateful for everything that you're putting out into the community for the Jesus that you follow and the Jesus that you leave everywhere you go. Thank you so much for having me. And you have been so inspiring inspiring to me over the years too. I want you to know that, that I've loved watching your journey as well. So thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. We're in this together, sister. Yeah. Spread that joy. That's true. It's so good to talk with you. You too, friend. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Touch base with Tiffany. See you soon. Thank you. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.